Welcome to Behind the Scenes Podcast. This show is full of stories, creative ideas, questions, and challenges with the hope of igniting and equipping you to be more intentional with your life. On this podcast, we take you behind the scenes of whatever we're learning and loving. Each episode will get you thinking about things you haven't before, spark meaningful conversations in your own life, and ignite you to love more creatively and intentionally. We hope this podcast feels like you're joining us for a campfire. We're so excited to be partnering with Compassion for this season of Behind the Scenes Podcast. Ever since I was a little girl, I grew up writing to Compassion children around the world. My siblings and I had our own Compassion child that we wrote to for years until they graduated the program. And we actually had a few that we wrote to while we were growing up. And then when Jeremy and I got married, we signed up to sponsor our own Compassion children, which we have been sponsoring over the course of the last six years. So we really believe in Compassion, the work that they're doing around the world to change lives of kids and to change families. And if you would like to sponsor a Compassion Child, you can go to Compassion.com backslash Roloff to sign up a Compassion Child. And when you do, you'll get a free copy of our new book, Creative Love. Another way that you can do this is text the word Roloff to 833-93. Sign up to sponsor a Compassion Child there and we will send you a free copy of our new book, Creative Love. We have a goal to sponsor 300 Compassion Children this season and we hope you guys can help us do it. Every successful sports team, organization, church, business, they all have a mission statement, goals, yearly summits, things that help design success, right? Mm-hmm. Things to rally around um, who they are, what they're doing. And we ask ourselves the question sometimes, you know, why don't more people have that in their marriage? Why don't more people design a system for success within their marriage? It's almost like we get married and kind of just leave it up to leave it not up to chance quite there, but like just mm-hmm. leave it up to see where the wind blows. And we think those things, we can learn something from those companies and organizations. And uh, I think there's a reason why millions and millions of dollars are spent to figure that stuff out for Mm -hmm. uh, people that have come together to do something. And marriage being an ultimate example of coming together, um, we also believe that people come together in marriage to do something because the point of marriage isn't marriage itself. So we're going to talk about that today. Yeah. I think it's also kind of, you know, just interesting when you think about those churches and organizations and sports teams, like they also all have a brand. Like there's something that they are known for. There's a cohesiveness to everyone that's a part of it. That's like, yes, I'm going to, I'm a part of this brand. I'm a part of this team. I'm a part of this organization, whatever it is, that's well known and revisited. You know, like I think about companies that they revisit their mission statements over and over. They revisit their values, what they're about, and they use them often, sometimes subconsciously because they're so ingrained in them because they just know them so well, or sometimes consciously because they're actually looking back to them or referring back to them. But they use them to map decisions, to to map goals to figure out where they're headed Mm -hmm. to figure out what they want to say yes and no to and and what they want to be about on a regular basis and so we've seen this to be something that has been very helpful for our own marriage 
um, and something that we were encouraged to do by some marriages that are further along than ours and have been doing it for years. But just having our own marriage mission statement for our marriage and our own family pillars, we call them, or family values, has just been a really helpful thing when it comes to like our cohesiveness, our brand. And what's interesting, what's interesting about the brand thing is like, there's what we mean by that is like when you think of some of your favorite companies, I bet the some of your favorites are ones that are the most authentic Mm -hmm. to their that to their brand or to their mission and what they're doing. Like they're the ones that stick to their values the most. At least for me, like when I think of companies that I that I really enjoy, they're the ones that represent what they're trying to do in the Mm -hmm. world the best. So they have the most integrity. Everything they do revolves around why they exist. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we mean specifically by brand. Mm-hmm. Now I'm thinking of like a bunch of examples. But yeah. 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 Totally. So we just, we wanted to share with you guys today how we came up with our marriage mission statement because you might be thinking, oh, great, that sounds awesome. Like, where do I even start? And then how we came up with our family pillars and values. And we'll share ours with you guys as an example to go off of. Um, and we'll also share some questions that were helpful that we asked each other as we were crafting our own yeah. marriage mission statement and family values. First, I'll just read our, our marriage mission yeah. statement, which we shared in a, in a PDF for those that pre-ordered creative love. We want our marriage to be a creative representation of the love of Christ that is refreshing, inviting, and igniting. We want to inspire our generation to be more intentional with their work, relationships, and life. Mm-hmm. So that's what we want to be about. We want people to look at our marriage, look at our family, and go, wow, they are inviting, they ignite me somehow, and they're just refreshing to be around, and they represent Christ. Mm-hmm. Like We ultimately want to represent Christ. And then... We also, in doing all that, want to inspire our generation, the people around us, the world, at the same time we're alive, to be more intentional with their work relationships in life. Mm -hmm. So everything we do revolves around that and works to accomplish that mission. That's Mm -hmm. kind of the idea. Yep. And then we've got some pillars, some more practical things some, you know, guidelines of life, if you will, that we as a family try to operate within that hold up that mission statement, that point us to that mission statement, that forces us to accomplish that mission statement. And the pillars are a little bit more encompassing to our family. I feel like this marriage mission statement is very much like it's Jer and our Jer and I's mission statement. We own it in our marriage, whereas the pillars are something that like, as our kids get older, we really hope that they will adopt and we're going to mm-hmm. continually invite them into. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully they, they see our mission statement lived out, fleshed out as an example, but they're not necessarily like invited into that marriage mission statement yeah. in the same way that they are the family values. Yeah. Well, it will be something though, like as they get older, like when Ember's, you know, much older, maybe like we can say mm-hmm. like, Ember, like that right there is what we want to represent. So you know, how you behaved earlier was not a good representation of that. And so it'd be a cool way to kind of guide our children and and provide some structure as like, oh, wow, like I have a job to do in this family and there's 
uh, a way to behave and act and there's what we're doing we're trying to accomplish something like that's cool and we want to bring our kids along with that mm-hmm. so here's some questions to uh, maybe get your brains stirring on when you think about marriage your marriage mission statement um, here's just a couple questions to maybe get started Yeah, so we'll read these questions, but then also we will kind of backtrack a little bit to tell you guys about a um, practice, what would you want to call it, marriage summits, practice, something that you can do that will really help set you up for success if you are someone that wants to come up with your own marriage mission statement and family values. So here's some questions to kind of set up the marriage mission statement, but then we're going to talk like a little bit more in depth about this practice that Jeremy and I went through that really was like the deep dive in getting our marriage mission statement and family values like 90% of the way there. Mm -hmm. And then we had conversations over the next, honestly, like year, we were kind of still fleshing it out from that initial practice that we did Yeah, to go through it. So we'll talk about that idea in a second, but yeah, share the questions. We can talk about that idea now. I think the questions are good to share now. Okay. So here's a question to ask. You know, when you're with your spouse, what do we want other people to learn from, gain, or see when they look at our marriage? What kind of impact do we want to leave on this world? How do we want to add to the lives of others? What is it about our love in particular, our story, that we most want to share with others? So thinking about those, you know, what do we want other people to learn from, gain, or see when they look at our marriage? That's like the, what do you want to be about? What do you want people to glean from you? And then the last question, what is it about our love in particular that we want most to share with others? I feel like that's a a lot of like, because of who you are, Mm -hmm. what will you share? Mm -hmm. Like, are you... Are you a very hospitable couple and, you know, you're both servants in a cool way and, you know, there's dinners with families like that you want to share, like having people over for dinner and stuff like that could be something you share. But I feel like it's more of a mm-hmm. uh, outflow of who you are. And so recognizing like, wow, we do this really well. This is what we can, should and want to share with people. Mm-hmm. Whereas the first question is very much like, you know, what do we want to share? Because it doesn't necessarily need to be that specific thing. Yeah. If that, I hope that makes sense. And I'm, so even that basically is like the perfect cue up. I'm actually glad we read those first because if we were starting from scratch right now, babe, like we hadn't done our marriage summit. Yeah. And we were going to sit down and answer these questions. It would, it would be hard to like narrow down like. It totally would. You know, it's just, it's a kind of feels like a little bit of a daunting thing and you know, we get a, we get a lot of questions about how to write your marriage mission statement because it's something that lives in the beginning of the marriage journal. There's a space where you can write down your own marriage mission statement, but a lot of people like skip it or leave it blank or have questions about how to come up with it or do it. And so we're going to deep dive a little bit more into like how we came up with ours. And this this is just an idea for a way that you could yeah. do this. You don't have to do it this way. And Maybe you're someone that sits down with these questions and that's enough, you know? Just because you said it, babe. So we spent a lot of work and energy creating two resources for you guys. The questions I just read and the questions we're going to read later are all in the book, Creative Love. Mm-hmm. And also in the beginning of the marriage journal, there's an entire 
section where you can go through your marriage mission statement and family pillars and write them down and discuss them and do that at a specific time, which is what we're going to talk about right now with the Marriage Summit. So we called it Marriage Summit just because, you know, businesses have some yearly summits. (laughs) And while we actually haven't done a Marriage Summit every year of our marriage, it was something that we did for the first time. How many years in? Right before we had Ember? Right after we had Ember? Right after we had Ember. And it was essentially like, you know, Jeremy and I kind of use our anniversary as this marker to reminisce, reflect back on the year, look forward, you know, go through memories of us this year for the first time and just have this like moment of celebrating our love story and reflecting back on the journey to where we are today. It's not necessarily like a time for us to dive into like the logistics of our marriage and family and like the goals that we have. Like, sure, we might talk about those in like a fun date night, but it's not like it feels less like a business meeting, whereas a marriage summit feels definitely more like you're sitting down to have like a quarterly offsite, right? Like it's more like a business meeting for your family and marriage. So it's less of like reflecting about our love story and fun and celebrating and all that. It's more like, okay, this is going to be like kind of a hard thing. It's like a work thing, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's not bad. No, yeah, it's a good, but but I'm making that distinction because I think a lot of people just, and even us in the beginning, we're like, oh, we could just do this on our anniversary. And then we're like, no, 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 no. We don't want to We want to keep our anniversary separate for like celebrating and then have this marriage summit be a separate thing that's more kind of like the quote anniversary for like the goals trajectory mission statement brand of our marriage like how how are we doing so the first time we did it we actually did it with our friends chris and jamie herb we've talked about them a lot they've actually been on episodes of the podcast many of you guys know of them we talk about them in a love letter life they've been a massive impact on our marriage and they invited us to do this marriage summit with them the first time that we did it with a couple other couples and we basically just got away for the weekend. I don't even think it was two nights. I think it was just like one full day and a night and the next full day. And we rented a house together. And before going to this marriage summit, I don't even think they called it that. Maybe we gave that name. I don't even know. But um, we basically, they sent us questions to ask, or basically, well, I'll just read the prompt. So essentially they had us in a few sentences, each of us individually without talking to each other about it. So Jeremy on his own and then me on my own, write out in the present tense, the ideal state of the health of the communication in our marriage, of the health of the finances in our marriage, of um, the health of our spiritual health and our physical intimacy. And then also write out the current reality of each of those things. So maybe that was a little bit confusing. Let me bare bones a little bit more so basically in a few sentences there's four categories for our marriage there's communication there's financial health there's spiritual health and there's physical intimacy there may be more categories but those are the four that we really focused on so we took those four categories and chris and jamie had us in a few sentences for each category first write out what is the current state of communication in our marriage What is the current state of the financial health of our marriage? What is the current state of the spiritual health of our marriage? And what's the current state of our physical intimacy? Separate, not together. We did this, right? 
And then after that, we wrote out each of us individually, the ideal state for each of those things. So just to give you an example, like this was my Audrey's current reality for communication at the time when we did this, I pulled it from the email that I sent them before we went on the trip. Uh, We have a hard time communicating about things that will take a while to talk through because we don't have time to really sit down and work through them. We brush a lot under the rug. We are often snappy with each other, but we're always honest. Our communication styles are different, which can be a huge blessing at times, but a challenge at others. We have skipped weeks of our marriage journal lately and miss on resolving conversations that we started throughout the week. We do talk with each other all day long, though, because we work together, which requires a lot of communication about decisions and scheduling. But sometimes it's hard to get past that and set aside time for the more meaningful conversations. So that's an example of my reality at the time. And then Jeremy had his reality at the time. And then we both wrote our ideal states. And then when we were on this marriage summit together, we read our current realities to each other. We read our ideal realities to each other. And we used those realities to come up with a joint ideal state. Am I explaining this right? Yeah, I think so. I'm kind of you, we write about this all in creative love and break it down like super well with the questions and how to go through it and do it. So if you have creative love, go to page 188 and you can like see exactly what I'm talking about. But basically, so to read the example for the communication one, since I read the reality one for mine, here's the ideal state of communication that Jeremy and I came up with, what we want our communication to reflect in our marriage. This is what we came up with at the marriage summit. We communicate in a encouraging, patient, and affirming way based on our love languages and what we've learned about each other from the Enneagram. We do our marriage journal every Sunday night, and if we have a scheduling conflict, we do it early Monday morning. We put our phones down and make eye contact during important discussions. We value honesty and confront conflict with compassion while also being sensitive to the timing. So we went through and created these ideal realities for each of those four categories that I listed before. And we revisited this. I don't think we revisited it last year, but for the next couple of years, just rereading through like, okay, here's our ideal states that we said we wanted to be. This is what we want our marriage to be about when it comes to each of these things. How are we doing? Right. Yeah. And so the marriage summit, we kind of like started with, with that And that whole entire practice of doing that, the words that we repeated over and over again in the ideal states for each of those things were the words that we used to come up with our marriage mission statement. And it also helped us craft our family values. Like going through that practice of like writing the current reality and then writing the ideal state helped us figure out what do we want to be about helped us then craft our marriage mission statement, helped us then craft our family values. So we loosely came up with a marriage mission statement while we were at this marriage summit. And we wrote down, I think like way more family pillars than we actually came to. Like we just kind of like vomited all the ones that we thought might be family pillars. And then we kind of narrowed down and tweaked and refined for about a year before we really came to the final version yeah. Um, Again, try to make this like as low pressure as possible. 
I, I think we put a lot of pressure on it in the beginning because we wanted to. But then when it did take us that long, it was totally fine. Maybe that's like, why it took us so long, though. We put a lot of pressure on it. Like, m- maybe. I think it was, yeah, we just gave ourselves grace to like, let's like make this a working dock for a little bit, you know, <laughs> yeah. which is fine to do. But yeah, babe, that's a good practice. Um, and again, as Audrey said, that's all kind of explained in creative love, but that was super helpful for us to get to that marriage mission statement. And again, the reason we think it's so valuable is because if you look at the examples of people, um, you, you know, companies, organizations, and you look at what their mission statement does for them, it's just super healthy. Like when something crosses their path, they get to say, does this help us achieve this? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. That's interesting. Like, does this help us represent this? No. Okay. So why would we say yes? Why would we do that? It doesn't get us any closer to what we want to do or represent. Mm-hmm. And that's really, really helpful, really healthy. It helps guide them and it keeps them on mission and in a state of progress towards doing something. So, you know, like raising healthy passionate Jesus followers is one of our goals, if you will. That could be uh, like, a, you know, not just a goal, but part of the mission, right? At least for the yeah. season of having kids. Um, and, and so, <laughs> And so if something crosses your path, yeah, and beyond, if something crosses your path and it doesn't help you do that, you know, it's just such a great way to measure the value of what to say yes and no to. Mm-hmm. So that's just again, reinforcing part of the why this is important. Just like some people will DM or message us and be like, man, it's so much work, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, no, like that's, you're totally, totally missing the point. Like this is... It is work though. I mean, going through this is work. Like that was an exhausting weekend. But anything worth doing requires work. Yeah. You know? And And that work once set us up for... I would rather put in, put in a couple hours of work and and help actually accomplish things I want to accomplish than leave everything up to chance and just hope, you know, marriage, oh, it's supposed to be easy and I want it to be easy so bad. I'm not going to do anything or set up any boundaries or limit myself in any way and just let it all unravel and roll out the way the universe wants it to. It's like yeah. that. there's two different ways of looking at things. but And I would say one of the results of this, like the fruit that's being bared from it is that and I'm not saying this to be boastful or anything, but just the reality is like for Jeremy and I, we are pretty much on the same page about most everything Yeah, because we've talked about, we've built this baseline foundation for like, what do we want to be about? What do we want? What do we care about? We've talked about like the realities and our weak spots and we've talked about how we want to change those to work towards the ideal state. Like we've just talked so much about what we want to be about that well, like, yeah, what we want to do when we're not being about that. We both recognize it. We, we own it totally. And we're together in like working towards, we're very unified better. and you have to be unified. Yeah, We just feel it's, unified. That's a great word. to Especially put. when you have kids, like they will sniff out unity and take mm-hmm. advantage of every angle they possibly can. <laughs> if you're not unified And also, I just, again, not to be boastful, but just to recognize it, like we've accomplished quite a lot. And it's because our resources focus and 
everything we do is actually working progressively towards something because we've chosen what those things are. Mm -hmm. And so it's like we spend money according to that goal. We spend our time according to that goal. We pursue education according to that goal. And and what do you know? The goal happens because we've Mm -hmm. thought about it. We've taken the time. So it's this, sure, it's work, but like there's awesome fruit when you actually work to prune a tree and water it, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Sure, it might grow in the wild somewhere, and it might be fine, and you might get some fruit from it. Right. But if you actually yeah, totally. took all that time, it, you probably have a much healthier tree is kind of the idea. Yep, for sure. And not to go back – I don't want to go back too much. I kind of want to move on to family pillars now. Yeah, but, let's do it because we're, we're – but, but real quick though, I, I know, Jerry, you're always the timer person. <laughs> but like I realized that I didn't read – I kind of skimmed really quickly through the communication, financial health, spiritual health, and physical intimacy. And I wanted to give people just the examples that we have for each one of those things in case they want to go through those and they don't have creative love the book. So for communication, here's some things to think about when you're writing your ideal states and your current states. Evaluate your communication styles, verbal or nonverbal, your expectations, your conflict styles. How do you do apologies and forgiveness and your tone of voice? For financial health, evaluate things like generosity, investments, communication about large and small expenses, and financial goals. Examples would be vacations, supporting a cause, or paying off debt. Spiritual health, evaluate things like time with the Lord, prayer, community, wise counsel, and connecting with each other on on your faith. Physical intimacy, evaluate things like frequency, initiation, freedom in communication, all that. So, Those are just some ideas for each. And then again, like the idea is that you write your current realities separately because they may be different based on each of your perspectives, but then you review them together and write your ideal state in the present tense to help you visualize it as a reality of what you're agreeing on pursuing together. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like the whole idea of it. So anyways, now we can move on to how the family values piece which yeah the the pillars the pillars yeah and we've actually if you pre-ordered creative love you should have got that fun little pdf i had our family pillars gosh why am i stuttering i had our family pillars and our marriage mission statement made into this like beautiful piece of artwork by jeremy's favorite artist christian watson and because we didn't have it actually like hanging in our home in like a pretty way and so had it blown up and printed out and I gave it to Jeremy for our anniversary and I've shared about it a little bit on social media and so many of you guys wanted to see like a better picture of it because it's hard to see the words from a distance. So we actually included the PDF of it in the freebies if you pre-ordered Creative Love. So if you yeah, pre-ordered I, Creative Love, you yeah. should have this PDF and you can reference our marriage mission statement and family values as an example or they're also in the book Creative Love. So if you have the book, you can see our marriage mission statement and family values. Yeah. I think it's helpful. I mean, we had Chris and Jamie's as a reference point yeah, it's super to look at helpful as to just see an someone's. example. Um, but again, like don't, don't get too caught up in it looking like ours. Like your marriage mission statement, maybe one sentence. It may be totally different in nature than ours is. Yeah. So be unique to you. Like don't compare yourself too much to what ours look like and what our family values are, but use them because they're there for yeah. you as an example. And since we said it, I have to stop for a quick moment. If you don't have a copy of Creative Love, we would love to send you a free one if you sponsor a child through Compassion. 
We've partnered with Compassion this whole season. And as you know, we are about halfway of our goal of sponsoring 300 kids. We want to provide medical care, food, water, shoes, basic supplies and necessities that I'm assuming all of us have if we're listening to this podcast and many, many kids around the world don't have. So Compassion is an organization that helps give just basic living supplies to kids and families that don't have them. Mm-hmm. It costs $38 a month and you will change not just a single child's life, but their entire family. And it's humbling to see the images come in from the kids that we sponsor what this money will do for them. Like, it's really remarkable. Like, they buy goats and stuff, and so they can have goat milk and goat cheese and, you know, chickens and, like, a chest. And one of our girls bought, like, a chest so she can keep her clothes in, and she's never owned a piece of furniture in her life. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, really fascinating stuff. We ask you to partner with us, sponsor a child, and if you do so through our uni- unique link, we'll send you a free copy of Creative Love. So the unique link is? Two ways to do that compassion.com backslash roll-off, compassion.com backslash roll-off, or you can text roll-off to 83393, sponsor a child straight through those two links. We'll send you a free copy and you'll change someone's life. So we hope you take us up on the offer. Again, our goal is 300. This is going to be the last episode episode for a while. (laughs) So So we need your help to get to 300 because we're not there yet. So please just if you've been thinking about a way to give back, to be generous, to if you only give, you know, once a year to something like this, this like make this make this thing. be that be that once a year. Yeah. So. Like and I'm just gonna say like right now, just take out your phone that you're listening to this podcast on, go into your reminders or your notes or your to do list or whatever it is, and just write this down. Text roll off to eight three three nine three. Boom. Do it now. Okay. So pillars. Yes. Family pillars. So, so do you want to read through them? Yeah. Or? Well, I think we could just talk about them real quick. Just to, we don't even need to do all. We could. Let's do this, babe. Let's say all of them and then maybe talk mm-hmm. about a few of them that we're feeling just to give them kind of examples. But here's the idea with the family pillars. It's nice to now that we have kids, bring our kids along in this process provides structure for them and it gives us reasons to talk to Ember about things and you know we're gonna sit down at the dinner table uh you know we don't do it actually we do do it pretty much every night but um that's a goal of ours while I'm getting ahead of myself but anyways these pillars are supposed to uh hold up your mission statement so like if your if your mission statement is x then your pillars should be Y. Like they should be the things that help you do X. Yep, yep. That's a great way to put it. And also another way we like to talk about these pillars is there are deepest desires. Yes. Like we may have, you know, like your values really are your deepest desires. So you may have a desire to like go have Chick-fil-A or Reese's Blizzards from Dairy Queen, but then you may have a value of long-term health for your family and eating nutritious, whole, healthy foods, right? That might be the value that's deeper than those immediate impulsive desires. And so these pillars will help guide your daily decisions and daily rhythms for your family. Yeah. So 
So here are our pillars. Apprenticeship to Jesus, family, adventure. Are you re- just going to read each bullet Community point and wise counsel. Counsel. <laughs> community and wise counsel. Health and wellness. The table. A creative, intentional, faithful marriage. I think we changed that one, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Stewardship and generosity. Rest and Sabbath. Let's see on the other page. Work and creating. So these are all, we actually kind of have a lot, <laughs> but they're all. There's 10. There's 10. These are all ideas, right? So, you know, uh, adventure. We choose you to. read through them. Okay. Apprenticeship to just go back through and read okay. through them. <laughs> like all of them. That's a lot of reading. But two seconds. I just think we need to give them a couple examples. Like adventure, right? Like why is that a pillar? How does that help you guys do the thing? Well, Adventure. We choose to embrace the intentional and unintentional adventures that life represents. So that sentence alone says, we hope to be adaptable and um, responsive. What's the, what was it the other day? Claiming the thing is the thing when it happens, right? Mm-hmm. As many of you do now from uh, two episodes ago. We want to be adaptable, willing to try new things, and excited to discover more about each other as we share new experiences together. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's kind of how we want to receive uh, unexpected adventures in life. And we also want to pursue adventures in in life. Yeah, Yeah, that we do expect. And so that's kind of a pillar that helps us be, let's go back to the marriage mission statement, helps us be intentional about our work, relationships in life. Yeah. But like refreshing and inviting, I would say, you know, like, wow. Like when I hang out with a couple that like receives trials and, and Mm -hmm. is always has a sense of adventure about them. Mm -hmm. It's so refreshing to me. I'm like, man, like I want to hang out with you guys. Mm -hmm. So that's why that's there. Uh, health and wellness. We are intentional about what we put in and on our bodies. We want to be gatekeepers of our home. We aim to live naturally and avoid exposure to toxins by educating ourselves about products, consumables, and medicines. We try to get outside every day and we care for our bodies by being physically active. So you try to be specific in each of these. Yeah, specific to you. And we, we're also writing them all, as you guys notice, in the present tense. Like, we choose to. We are, right? We aim to. You know, like we're writing them as if they're all realities in the same way yeah. that you write the realities for the states of your marriage. So Yeah. And and like the health and wellness thing goes into like we want to be critical thinkers mm-hmm. and and actually read and pay attention and and um choose for ourselves what we put in and on and in our home and on our bodies and and Just, it goes back to marriage versus statement, like being intentional. Yeah, we want to be intentional. Like we want to be intentional about our health and not just be flipping about it and like, doing what's convenient. We've chosen to recognize the side effects of bad eating habits over the course of many years rather than just accept it and not think about it. Mm-hmm. And so we try to live accordingly. Um, another one, the table Jesus did some of his most important work around a table. So we commit to having table time and sharing meals with family and community on a regular basis. We practice hospitality with our family and anyone who comes into our home. So there's so much research and study that goes into the health of 
family table time for kids, it's actually mind-blowing. And this would be another really, really mm-hmm. good conversation to have on the podcast, babe. Mm-hmm. Bring like some child psychology expert on. Yeah, like, I how- think doing like a season on parenting where we only interview people and we don't say anything yes, ourselves. Yes, that would be <laughs> awesome. But it's it's really, really wild. Um, what What is the word I'm looking for? Data on how the health of the table for children. And so that's something that we put in here is like, okay, that's going to, that's going to help us achieve our mission statement. And also being hospitable, like we always want to have an open door Mm -hmm. for people that need to sit at our table and talk to us. Yeah. I think one to read that's also really relevant to uh, this year specifically of our marriage is rest and Sabbath. Yeah. And I'll read this one. This could be the last one that we read. Yeah, and then maybe we'll do the work in creating. Okay, yeah. sure. And then we'll read those questions. So this one, rest and Sabbath, we believe that love, joy, and peace are incompatible with hurry. That's all, actually a quote pulled from John Mark's book, Ruthless mm-hmm. Elimination of Hurry, which is so good if you haven't read it. We were designed to rest, so we practiced the Sabbath in an effort to align with the heartbeat of God. On the Sabbath, we stop scrolling, spending, and working. We spend time with the people we love, do things we enjoy, and worship the living God. This one is very specific to us to this year because we always said in our seventh year of marriage, like from the beginning of our marriage, that we would take an extended Sabbath as a family together, whatever our family looked like at that time in our lives, basically where we for a longer period of time, maybe it's a month, maybe it's longer, delete all the apps from our phone, don't work, like prep ahead of time enough to be able to not work, not scroll, get off social media, just log off and be present together as a family for just a time of rest and a time of delighting and a time of worshiping and a time of pause and just doing that as like a marker mm-hmm. in our year seven, the Sabbath year of our marriage. So we're in that year right now. Yeah. Um. And so maybe we'll talk more about that. Yeah. Later at some point, but that is something that is on the horizon for us and that is kind of a big thing for us this year because we are working towards setting us aside an extended time for us to be able to do that. So Yeah. Um So pulling from page one ninety four in Creative Love, here are some questions that might help you uh just further explore what your pillars might be. What is most important to us as a family? What do we want to be known for? What are our priorities? What would we feel constitutes a healthy, balanced life? What are our specific gifts and talents? In that areas, or sorry, man, in what, we're actually recording this pretty early, so we're like, wow, gotta wake up. In what areas of our life have we been affirmed? What doors has God opened or shut? So those will help maybe guide you a little bit. Yeah. And they're basically like asking yourself, like, what principles, practices, and priorities do you want to have as a family? And then basically you're just coming up with a sentence or two for each one. And we've read you some of our sentences. Yeah, Yours might be shorter. They might be longer. Um, and those questions that Jeremy just read are also in Creative Love, our book, which you can get for free if you sign up and sponsor Compassion Child. Yeah. Um, or you can also get it now. It is available in our shop. Um, 
Yeah. Recently, it is now available in our shop. If you go to therolfs.com, um, you can now get Creative Love in a bundle with our other books. So for the first time ever, all of our projects are available on our site, yep. which is really exciting for us. So both books, both journals. And the reason we think it's exciting for you guys is because we can now bundle things and so we've got lots of discounts via bundles. There's the marriage bundle, which is the journals. There's the book bundle, the two books. Then there's the ultimate bundle, which is pretty much everything. And it's very exciting. Yeah. So, so and it's kind of, it's really cool because if you know somebody, like if, let's say you've read A Love Letter Life, it impacted your life. You have the marriage journal, you've been using it. It's been an awesome tool for you. You just got memories of us and you're excited to use it for your anniversary. And maybe you have creative love, right? If you have been impacted by any of these tools and you want to pass them down to somebody that you know that's getting married this summer, we have a bundle that's called the ultimate bundle, right? Is that what Mm -hmm. it's called? The ultimate bundle in our shop where you can basically, it's $100 and you can gift somebody all of our books and journals. Um, So they'll have the weekly journal, the marriage journal, the yearly journal. Memories of Us, A Love Their Life that they get to read through on their honeymoon, and Creative Love, that snack book that they get to reference and keep on their coffee table. And you're basically like giving them tools that will invest in their marriage long term instead of a really cool platter from Crane Barrel, right? Like, yeah, it's the coolest marriage gift that you could give somebody because it's you're investing in their marriage, yeah. you know? Um, so if you're looking for a good idea, Nice wedding gift um, that is now available. It's a new thing on our site, so we're really excited about it. Very exciting. Um, well, I think I'm going to read the Get Creative section, babe. Go for it. And then we can kind of wrap out this season. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, so I wanted to read this Get Creative because I thought it was kind of, it was a good one. It's how it, we end the chapter in this book. It's creative how we, love. every chapter in the Creative Love, we end with a Get Creative section, kind of a call to action. This is the one for the mission statement and family pillars. Two people pursuing creative love can and is a powerful world-changing force. If you're dating, sit around a campfire or go on a picnic, talk about your dreams and see if you're headed in the same direction. If you're married, consider planning a summit for the two of you to dedicate time to your dreams and goals. Align your resources, get excited, make plans. It can be as simple as a day spent at home or a full-on getaway. Determine a date and mark your calendar now. Mm. If you have never crafted a marriage mission statement or your family values, do this on your first marriage summit and print them off or turn them into art that you can hang in your home as a beautiful reminder of what you want to be about as a couple and family. Your mission statement and values will help to guide your decisions and goals as you continue to dream together for a lifetime. So we challenge and encourage you guys to do that. Make mm-hmm. a marriage mission. Like I'm reading through these pillars and I'm I'm going like, sheesh, we really need to revisit some of these and recalibrate this mm-hmm. 2021 life yeah, of it's ours. It's been about a year since it's we've been like about really a year since, on, since we've checked in on this. Mm-hmm. Like we could be doing and this is what's so cool. These are gonna recenter us to our deepest desires. Mm-hmm. Right? We're not gonna be just some feather in the ocean floating around. We're gonna we know where we're going and what we wanna do. And we're going to recenter ourselves. So mm-hmm. that's that's. So maybe you're like us, and the first step, like for us right now, I'm thinking like, gosh, we get a we need to get a date on the calendar for a marriage summit where Sheesh. we can like revisit these yeah. things. Maybe for you, the first step is opening up the calendar in your phone right now, and 
penciling in a tentative date that's free, a tentative weekend where you could sit down and talk about these things. Yeah. Um, and just start the process. And, and the hardest part is starting. Yep. So there's two ways to do that. Yep, yep. Start with a date. This is when we're going to do this. And start with a guide. This is how we're going to get started. Mm-hmm. And Creative Love is that guide. It has all the questions. It has the framework. You can literally just kind of go through it. And at the near the end, you should you should have, mm-hmm. you know, a mission statement and pillars. Um. So, I mean, those are two easy ways because getting started is always the hardest part and you're kind of left floundering, you know, wondering like how and what and when. So a guide is really, I mean, we did ours with a guide. Mm -hmm. Like we didn't just come up with, we didn't just come up with this out of thin air, right? Like we literally had someone holding our hand, walking us through this and it's been huge. So like, don't think you have to do that. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. And again, like going back to what Jeremy was saying before about like, this is work, but I'm telling you guys like, we wouldn't do stuff like this if it wasn't like doing something for our marriage and our family. Like it truly is. It was a profound thing to go through. We recognize things that we would have never recognized had we not gone through the practice. We feel even more unified around our mission statement and our family values. And also just looking at the realities at that time of like where we were at the moment and being honest about it. Um, So these things are, it's not just, you know, something that we're telling you to do. Yeah. It's actually something that like has had a deep impact on our marriage and will continue to on our family for years to come. Yes. Man. So what a way to wrap up the season. Yep. Uh, we've got a, some really cool th- hopes for the next season. Nothing. I just hear Ember's feet steps on the stairs coming oh, down funny. the stairs. Well, we've, we've, Maybe we let her we're say hi good. We're, wrap, we're, we're wrapping up right now. Maybe she can say hi on the last episode. Um, so we are really hoping. Hi, Ember girl. Okay, <laughs> sit, sit next to mom and be quiet, and then we'll let you say hi. And we're gonna wrap up our, our episode here. Here, you want the some blankie? Um, so a huge, huge piece to marriage is finances. It's one of the largest argued about things. And it's something we've never talked about. We have someone on our team that's that's really dedicated and passionate about finances. And so we're hoping to do a little series this summer with him and just kind of talking about finances, talking about budgeting, talking about debt and all of that and, and you know, marriage. And we are really excited about it. We hope we can squeeze it in this summer. Um, so that is something we're kind of excited about. Also, a lot of you have met Emily now. She's participating on Beating 50, and we hope to uh, do more things with her and and roll out a, ser- a podcast series with her where we talk with her and her husband, Marshall. And um, I think that'll be really exciting, too. Mm-hmm. So podcast is not going away. We're just taking a little bit of a break. Mm-hmm. So this season is officially over, but we'll be yeah. back. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this season and for supporting the podcast, for um, signing up for a Compassion Child to sponsor if you did so. And yeah, and yeah, we just really appreciate you guys. And we love the podcast listeners. I feel like it's like our most our most loyal people that are the most occur- encouraging and affirming and give us some of the best ideas. And yeah. we just appreciate you guys a lot. So yeah, don't go away. You know, the ways that you can still engage with... Um, 
the content and the things that we will be sharing will be in the Roll Off Weekly, which again, you can go to the rolloffs.com, scroll all the way to the bottom and sign up for the Roll Off Weekly if you're not on it. And then yeah. also, like Jer said, being 50%, that Instagram account is where we're going to continue to put out, you know, ideas, questions, and thoughts yeah. um, alongside Emily in the coming months. So yep. And if I you don't follow f- forgot to mention for you guys specifically, we do have a 10% discount code podcast 10 gets our podcast listeners 10% off anything and everything in the shop the yeah. roll at the rolloffs.com why are you worried though you want to say hi in the microphone it's a microphone hi. say hi here come closer say thanks for listening we'll see you soon hi say thanks for listening thanks for listening okay all right well thanks guys and we'll talk to you soon bye